Is that what I'm saying? Rough trade radio. 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 Welcome back to another Rough Trade podcast. I wish shout hello. It's just a, a <laughs> She's stand. still excited from the extraordinary <laughs> win in the cricket, I think. That's oh, what's uh, got you going. Nigel, wait, I've got an amazing cricket pun for you at the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're in September. It's albums of the month. Are we officially in autumn now? Yes. We are. There we go. It's that straight to Christmas that we're on now. <laughs> Exciting times. Um yeah, I was just saying before we sat down, I'm really, really excited about this month. It's a great 10. month. Such bangers in here. Mm. Um, but let's start. And number 10 is Ride with This Is Not A Safe Place. Um, this is Ride's second album. They kind of reformed uh, a few years ago. And their last album, Weather Diaries, was actually really excellent too. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of stopped after... They released, I think, four albums until about 1996. And then kind of reformed. So this is their reformed journey. But it's going great. This is really, really, really good. It's fantastic. I think they're even better than they were originally. Yeah. You know. Kind of really refined yeah. themselves. Um, really. It's produced by Errol Alcan. Yeah. And mixed by Alan Mulder. Did Errol, he also produced that Gabe Guernsey record last year. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. So, Errol yeah. does lots of things. But he, he can spread his you know hand to anything really. He's yeah. just great at everything he touches, I think. Yeah. Maybe um, that's why, yeah, maybe Errol's helped them sort of hone it down a bit more yeah. on the charm. Yeah, he also produced the, yeah. the record before. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so good partnership there. Um, it's just that classic, like, big layers of sound. Um, fuzzy guitars, chiming guitars, bustle guitars, just really dreamy, infectious psych that I think is very listenable indeed. I've certainly enjoyed listening to it when it's been on in the shop. Yeah, me too. Um, so, yeah, not much more to say on that. It's just... Great. Um, we have a limited double green vinyl edition, which matches very well with the album cover. <laughs> and the track I've gone for is Future Love. So here we go.
Yeah, fantastic. That's a great, great song. Uh, next up, we've got Modern Nature, How to Live on Bella Union. And this is the debut album that features Jack from Ultimate Painting. Oh, yes. And uh, um, Will, from who plays in Beak. Yep. And Moon Gangs. And a guy from the woods as well, Aaron... Nebu, from uh, from Woods, and it's um, they na- they're named after a Derek Jarman, um, Derek Jarman's di- garden diaries. Actually, oh, are they? yeah, oh, which no, I just found that out from looking on the their website. Um, and <coughs> Derek Jarman's gardens are fantastic down in uh, oh, down in the south coast somewhere, Rye. Oh. I think, yeah, they're really lovely kind of desert or very minimal garden. Um, and but it's it's very much in that kind of. Derek Jarman's style it's kind of proggy kraut folk if you know what I mean yeah. it's a it's really yeah. really beautiful album it's not anything like Ultimate Paintings at all no um, lots of synths but with a bit of folky dokey in there um, <laughs> the track I've chosen is Seance which is oh, it's just beautiful I think lovely modern nature i think they played a release day in store at rough trade east they did actually yeah and actually we've got some fanzines to go with the uh, the album or cd if you buy it here it's unlimited green vinyl 
Lovely, lovely yep. stuff. Yep. Um, next up, though, something a bit bit more abrasive. Yes. We have Ceremony and In the Spirit World Now out on Relapse Records. This is their first album for Relapse Records um, and their sixth overall. They're a North Carolina five-piece and they are ferocious. I really love this. Mm. So, so good. Um, it's 11 tracks, but they've got three kind of break tracks of this spoken word in there as well, which is quite interesting. Um, but yeah, it's just thrumming, joyous, rocking, out punking, you you name it. It's there. Synth punk meets northern post punk. Guitars all over the shop. Yeah, it's a great which... album. It's quite interesting. I think Relapse, the whole kind of metal world is um, changing a bit. I think, and labels like Relapse are definitely crossing over more into, you know, what we do, or maybe we're moving more into what they do. Yeah. I don't know. But quite, they're doing some interesting records. I think really yeah. interesting records. Yeah, and it gets even more interesting with the. Rough Trade exclusive vinyl mm-hmm. colour that they have given yeah. us, which I actually spoke about in a podcast a couple of weeks ago. But I'll repeat it again for everyone's benefit. <laughs> so it's double mint green with heavy Halloween orange, orange crush and Easter yellow splatter. Um, I think you've got to come into the store and open one up to see it to believe it. It's really it's very beautiful. I actually posted a picture of it on the Rough Trade Instagram so you can go and have a little, little look at it over there too. Really pops. Um... But yes, uh, they for me with the little spoken word bits, there's definitely some bodega vibes in there, yeah. which we haven't mentioned in our fold. But if you like bodega, I think you'll like ceremony. Yeah, turn away a bad thing. The, that track is great, but I did play it a couple of weeks ago. So this week I'm going to go for a track called "I Want More." <laughs>
Fantastic. So good. Really good. Next up, we have got uh, Marika Hackman with Any Human Friend, and it's her third album, or maybe her fourth, depending. Um, and I think, you know, again, she's really hit her strides here. I mean, I think it's, a, it's the most focused, great album. The last one I loved, the sleeve, you know, everything about it was great. Maybe not the songs, but this is just, you know, she's honed it down, I think. Oh, yeah. And um, it's produced by or co-produced by um, David Wrench, who, you know, has done XX, Frank Ocean, Let's Eat Grandma, audio books for us, um, various other things. And he's used a lot of his synths on there. Um I mean, I just—it's so great. Just so great. pop songs, yeah. but you know, quite serious, blimey. Yeah. Oh yeah. The subject matter is—I um, did a podcast with her, which everyone would have heard by now. But um, yeah, just very personal, yes. very honest. Yeah. Maybe a bit too honest for some people, but <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. sign of the times. Yes. Good. No, I, I know. Really, I think it's great. Yeah, it's a bit too honest for me. I have to say, I'm a bit <laughs> shallow like that. But there you go. Um, the track I've chosen is um, "I'm Not Where You Are." which is definitely one of the <laughs> <laughs> intense, you know, sort of breakup tracks. It's like, whew. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's just around a pop song. It's great. I love yeah. it.
was Marika. That's been played so many times at Rough Trade East, I can't yeah. tell you. And as soon as like the opening note starts, you know what record it is. But it's got that familiarity to it and uh, just want to play it over and over. It's great. Uh, but next up, we have The Murder Capital with When I Have Fears. Um, I don't really know what to say that I haven't already said on this. I've banged on about <laughs> it for quite some time. But I love this. It's brilliant for me. Um, it's the first album, of course, from the Dublin Five piece. And the production was by Flood, who has also done work with Foles and PJ Harvey. So amazing credentials there. Uh, it's just very eerie. Some songs are, you know, a lot akin to the Fontaines-esque, you know, very mm. fast and urgent. And then they really um, tone it down on some of the other songs. And they're very, very gentle and they bring in strings. Um, the whole album, I think it was, and the, the band's name was inspired and built on an experience they all shared where they lost a close friend. Um, so th all through the album, it's very, very emotional at times. And actually when they played the in-store at Rough Trade East, it was so intense, the atmosphere. Um, yeah. And the the front guy, James, just got such an incredible stage presence. Um, you know, people have been likening it to Joy Division, um, but there's also some Nick Cave tracks in there that you could, and you know, that Idols vibe as well. It's just got the lot. Um, we've got a Rust vinyl. Yeah. Limited, I think. I think there's still some left of those. Yeah, there are, yeah. I have to say, I mean, when I first heard the album, it kind of passed me by a bit. But um, when I saw them live at East, it was so fantastic. Mm. Maybe mm. go back and listen to the album. It makes a lot yeah. more sense having yeah. seen them play it here. Oh, yeah, if you can catch them live. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, those more urgent songs definitely listen to like Feeling Fades or More Is Less. Um, but the song that I'm going to play is called How the Streets Adore Me Now. And it's beautiful. Here we go. Thank you. 
that is lovely. Really lovely. At the other end of the spectrum, really, in terms of Sonics, I suppose, uh, we have Whitney forever turned around with their second album. Um, it's again on Secretly Canadian. And it's not very often you get a singing drummer, but there is a, no. sing, a singing drummer no, with Whitney. And there, I mean, they do lots of co vocals and harmony vocals. Um, and this is more of the same, you know, it's just like total soft rock. Mm. It's just come in time mm. for the end of summer. Yeah. But it's a real lovely summery soundtrack. Um, I, mean, I don't know what this blue-eyed soul. Yeah. They used to be called blue-eyed soul. I don't know if that's still around anymore, but it's just such a great record. Yeah, they haven't been around for that long, but I feel like as soon as you hear them, you instantly know yes. it's Whitney, don't you? Yeah, they've got that, uh, yeah. that real sound, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, definitely. And it's I suppose very Hall and Oates. Yes. If yes. you uh, you know, yes. which, you know, in my day was a you know bad sign, but obviously these days is a great sign. Oh, yeah. Trendy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, who'd have thunk? But anyway, the track I've chosen is uh, called "Giving Up," and it's just pure summer breeze soul, really. Mm.
That was Whitney. Uh, we should also do a little plug for our Rough Trade exclusive version of their first album. We should definitely do, yes. Um, so yeah, that's available. Is it? Uh, it's, oh, it's Glow in the Dark. It's Glow in the Dark. We've upgraded their first album to an essential. We love Hall and Oates here so much that we've upgraded their art, the Whitney <laughs> Holm, <laughs> to uh, an essential. And uh, those nice people at Secret have done a lovely yeah, Glow in the Dark vinyl version of yeah. it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a great album as well. Uh, but in at number four this week, and we have Shura with Forever, which is her second album. Um, Shura, a.k.a. Alexandra Denton, uh, wrote this album, which was inspired by and is a reworking of Rodin's The Kiss. Um, it was recorded in London and co-produced with Joel Pott, who has worked with London Grammar and George Ezra. Um, and there's been musical input from a variety of sources as well on this record so definitely pay attention to the sleeve notes um we have a rough trade exclusive blue and white haze vinyl of this um yeah it's really great it's such a great pop record this mm. themes are a queer love story but it, it can be related to by heterosexuals in as much as uh people who are not heterosexual and it kind of um, is a reversal way of the way queer lovers have had to see themselves in the mainly heterosexual songs of love that has completely engulfed music's past, basically. <laughs> um, so I like that. And, yeah, once again, just just a great pop record yeah. and some good songwriting on there, too. She was having a relationship with somebody, a transatlantic relationship, wasn't, wasn't she, between New yes. York and London? Yes, that's and, it. Um, it's think, kind of a lovely story. Yeah, and she's got that song Brooklyn, London on yeah. there, which I think is... Uh, Obviously, the telling of that tale, yeah. um, but also marries quite well our Rough Trade yes. and Rough Trade New York shows. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's quite a nice tie. Um, but yeah, the song I've gone for is Side Effects, which I think has become a big favourite on that record. Um, it's a really, really great song. So yeah, here we go. Oh, 
Not my, nor, normally the sort of thing I really like, but um, I did stay for the in-store when she played here, and she, yeah. I really enjoyed that, actually. Yeah, really I think enjoyed. with her first record, she was kind mm. of catapulted into this new indie face, like, you know, kind of DIY artist almost, and actually she's kind of evolved as something maybe different from what people initially pitched her as, but mm. yeah, I really like it. She's yeah. great. Uh, another one that is great this month, and continuing the shoegaze, theme that we had with Ride, perhaps. Uh, this is Jay Som and Anak Ko uh, out on Lucky Number. So I w- hadn't come across Jay Som before I discovered this record, uh, but she is LA-based, and she wrote this album in a week at the Joshua Tree and mixed, engineered, and produced pretty much the lot by herself. Um, it's just, again, really infectious, big wall of sound, dreamy pop, lots of chords in there, really lush, and blissful vocals and it's got some of the songs especially the song Superbike got it's got such a familiarity to it I think because it's just so nostalgic of that late 80s early 90s kind of era um yeah I really really like this yes and it's on lucky number and I know with any release on lucky number any release it's all about the songs you know lucky number Migsy and Stephen you know it's Mm -hmm. all about the songs and that's what I really love about it yeah the songs are so great and quite varied, even though there's that big kind of lush and kind of blissfulness throughout. They do kind of jig around a bit, which is which is really cool and keeps it interesting. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely worth a listen. Do listen to Superbike, but I'm not going to play that because we've already played it on the Rough Day podcast. Sadly, though, I'd love to play it again. Um, we'll mention we've also got a Rough Day exclusive yeah. on this, which is a cloudy clear vinyl. And yeah, the song I've gone for is Nighttime Drive, which has those lovely pianos in there. Here we go. I'm sick and 
Actually, this is quite a summary selection for the autumn, really. Isn't it, it is, isn't it? Yeah, which and is probably we want to you know keep summer going. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and especially with this next compilation, with the number two this month, it's a, a Daisy Age compilation, which has been um, programmed, put together by Bob Stanley from St Etienne. So you know, quality assured. <laughs> so Daisy Age for well, most I don't know, it's quite a long time ago now. But apparently, it was it was it stood for the inner sound you all. So like Daisy, um, but it's like Sesame Street pop with lots of samples. De La Soul with the prime exponents of it, I guess, <laughs> with their three foot high and rising, which has always been a favourite in our family. My kids loved it right from, mm. you know, when they're the earliest thing. It is so good. It's oh. just like a summer feel good thing. Yeah. And this is like a compilation. This is just a compilation of, you know, Daisy Age stuff. Uh, some great things on there, you know, Tribe Called Quest, um, Jungle Brothers. Yeah. Um, De La Soul, of course. Um it's a great, you know, barbecue yeah. <laughs> album. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, sunny, um, you know, sunny, dark, rainy. You know, yeah. brighten you up. It's so good. I love that Sesame Street pop reference because actually the album cover looks a bit like a children's storybook. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's that got that vibe to it. It's cool. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I suppose all the uh, the graphics for all that whole Daisy Age stuff was very much like that. Yeah, kind of pop, yeah. You know, the children's style drawings. Um, the track I've chosen, I mean, everybody knows this, I expect. It's Tribe Called Quest, Bonita Applebum. And it's, um, oh, you know, just pure summer. Do I love you? Do I lust for you? Am I a sinner because I do the two? Can you let me know? Right now, please. Benita Applebaum. Bonita, glad to meet you. 
no need to question the authority. Put me on. Some brothers don't. And <laughs> that was a great song. I mean, great compilation as well. Um, oh, actually, I should say we've also got a a, a, a yellow vinyl. Yes, we do. Exclusive, exclusive on that, which is really beautiful. Double LP sounds great. Great Looks compilation. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, and finally, our album of the month for September. Really happy to have this as our album of the month. Is uh, Bat for Lashes, Lost Girls. I mean, you know, Natasha's been around for a long, well, long time. This is her fifth yeah. album. We've done so much with her. I just loved her all the way through. And this album, she's moved to um, LA, <clears throat> and it's um, it's quite spiritual, I guess. Mm, mm. Um, and it's, it's you know the usual sort of mix of you know pop and disco and you know a bit of dreamy pop in there. Um, it's just a great, it's great production. It's very um, 80s style yes, since you know, yes. which I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Well, it's, no, it's good in this case. But it's also got you know weird things in like some Iranian sounding music and also you know saxophone, bass, disco bass lines. So I suppose it's a bit, it's a bit more like a 
uh, Lana Del Rey, but a bit more going on. You yeah, know, Lana yeah. Del Rey's a bit too minimal, but yeah. this has got lots going on. Um, everybody who buys it gets a, a CD with an extra track on there from the album. And we've also got a tie-dye coloured vinyl We do, version. which is lovely. Beautiful. And probably goes quite well with that. Was tie-dye like quite big in the 80s? No, kind of pre-80s before like punk 70s. is all, yeah, yeah, yeah it's pre-punk is yeah. all Grateful Dead and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, really. well, she's got uh, what looks like a shoulder-padded shiny jacket on in the pictures that's very 80s so we'll go with that instead yeah exactly yeah i mean tie-dye is just you know never is yeah never goes out of fashion yeah exactly i can remember when i used to go and see Hawkwind. i think i used to have a tie-dye t-shirt then <laughs> there you go out of the out of the bag that one anyway the track i've tra- track i've chosen is the hunger which is um it's just like a great pop song really set in the desert in la or just outside la here we go Take 
that was bat for lashes. Nigel, I'm going to deliver my pun now. <laughs> bat for ashes. <laughs> bat for, I like it, Em. I like it. Let's hope we're going to get do some batting for the ashes today. Oh, gosh. Very time, good. Yeah. And by the time we sit down to go through October's 10, yep, we'll it'll be over. We'll exactly, know. yeah. We'll be uh, we'll Report be holding <laughs> yeah we'll be holding the ashes again. I hope. Yeah. Um, but yes, that was bat for lashes, and that rounds up a lovely ten for September. Thank you very very much for listening. Yep. And we will see you in October. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Rough Trade Radio reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.